Yo, 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 peace and blessings, everyone. It's your boy Malik, AKA the Black Lotus. And today I have a little message for you all. And the message is a tribute to, to the great legend Kobe Bryant and talking about really how people have no idea what Mamba mentality really means. So in the mornings, I like to take a breath of fresh air outside, see the world around me, do some reflection and meditation. And today I had a vision. I had a vision that I saw one year into the future and the 25 year old version of me came to sit down right next to me. And he was just like, thank you. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for sticking to the plan. Thank you for listening to that voice and learning when not to listen to that voice. Thank you for tapping in. Because look at us, baby. We loving good, alhamdulillah. <laughs> and and uh, it was so real, I, I could see him. I could see exactly what he was wearing. I saw his energy, his body language. I saw the results of working out. I saw everything manifested. And, um, you know, as this dialogue happened between 25 and 24, one of the things that he thanked me for was for really making this my Kobe year. And so I started to think about how everyone talks about 24 is your Kobe year, 23 is my Michael Jordan year, and I'm sure when we turn 30, we're gonna make it our Steph Curry year. And we say it because it's an Instagram caption, but we don't really know what it means to live by that. So let's talk about what mom mentality actually is and what it really means to make this year your Kobe year. Mamba mentality means having a disciplined schedule. Do you know how many times Kobe Bryant trained every single day? Three. He would wake up at four in the morning before the sun, go train. After he's done training, eat, relax, go back and train at midday. After that, he comes back, takes a break, and then he goes back and train in the late afternoon. And then you wonder why over the course of 20 years, the gap continues to widen because he's just putting in more reps than you are, right? So you can't make this your Kobe year if you're not being disciplined about your schedule and relentlessly going after the things that you need to do to master your craft. Mama mentality is about sacrificing to be the best. Oftentimes he would talk about how you know, once you make it to the NBA, you're making them AMs, you're making that money, right? And so you got players who are going on vacations, taking trips to Europe, you know, having a great time. I think in quarantine, there was a 2K tournament going on. But uh, I guarantee you, if Kobe was still in the league at this time, he would not be in that 2K tournament or doing Instagram lives. He'd be in the gym. He'd be putting in the work in. He's been, he'd be getting in his thousand shots. Okay, so if you want to make this your Kobe year, if you want to embrace that Mamba mentality, you have to sacrifice to be the best. And that's not to say you don't take care of yourself, right? That's not to say that you don't know when to be on and when to be off. That's a relationship that you have to cultivate to yourself, with yourself, to know when to be on and when to be off. But when it comes to actually sacrificing to get where you need to go, there's no way to get around paying the cost. And you get to decide what level of the game you wanna play at, right? For some people, they just wanna make it to the league. Some people, they wanna make it to the league, maybe become an all-star. Some people, they wanna make it to the league, become an all-star, become an MVP. Some people, they wanna win five rings. They wanna win six rings. 
excuse me, they want to go down in the Hall of Fame, right? So in every different area of your life, you got to choose what level of the game you want to play at and then sacrifice to actually be the best. Another thing about Mamba mentality is about how do you actually deal with failure? So one thing that people don't talk about is, um, or one, pe one thing people do love to talk about is those three air balls that K Kobe made in that one game um, when he was very early in his career, right? So he's at a point where he's a rookie, he's being underestimated, and three back-to-back -back air balls in a stadium full of people, and everybody is watching him right three air balls and he ultimately made those air balls because he didn't have the legs that's what he realized he didn't have the conditioning and the fitness to go that long in the game and have the power necessary to continue to succeed right he wasn't playing at the level that he needed to play at so after that failure that public embarrassment the media and and everyone talking about oh this guy he sucks blase blase what did he do? He went back to his high school gym immediately after that game. He went to the janitor. He opened the gym up. He locked himself in there for the rest of the night. No sleep in the gym, shooting nonstop. So we can't have this Mamba mentality if we don't know how to be anti-fragile, how to deal with failure. When we get knocked down, we can't just give up, go into a corner, lose faith, feel powerless. We got to step up to the plate, go back to the fundamentals, and put the work in, right? So now let's talk about the next point, which is doing the impossible through relentlessness. Another thing that people don't know about Kobe Bryant is that um, when he was about 13, he went to a famous summer basketball league in Philadelphia called the Drew League. Um, it's a league that a lot of the legends, Dr. J, Kobe's father, they went through, and it was kind of like a rites of passage. This entire summer, at age 13, this man did not make one single shot. <laughs> Yo, my man got into the game, right? He was playing, he had minutes, bro. He wasn't riding the bench. He did not make one shot all summer, the whole season, right? Think about that for a second, right? Not one, Kobe Bryant. So what does he do? We all know what he did. That's why he's Kobe Bryant. He practiced every single day. He asked himself, how do I build a game that is unstoppable? And he broke it down into the first principles, right? From speed to agility, to dribbling, to shooting. And he would just focus on one building block completely until he mastered that building block and then layer the next building block on top of it. And then layer the next building block on top of that. And then by the time he was 15, he was the best player in his state. By the time he was 17, he was the best player in the entire country. From 13, not making a single shot the entire summer league to 17 being the best player in the country. That is what Mamba mentality is about, right? Anti-fragility. Anti when you get knocked down, get right back up and make it happen, okay? All right, the next thing that I want to talk about is never doubting yourself. You know, one of the things that I saw when I was, you know, studying Kobe Bryant, watching a lot of videos, that when he would get into these games with Michael Jordan or, you know, and all these other great players, and he's a 17-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid, he would feel no fear. He would feel no doubt about his own worth, whether or not he deserved to be at the table, whether or not he deserved to be playing with these guys, whether or not he could actually do it. He walked into there like he deserved to be there, and he played like it. And everybody would ask themselves, who is this kid? Who is this young kid? right who doesn't who doesn't 
cower. That's the energy you got to bring to the table. This whole imposter syndrome stuff, it has to go. It has to go. Carla Harris says, if you were invited into the room, you deserve to be in the room. If you're in the room, then you deserve to be at the table. And if you are at the table, you have a right to speak up. So this whole imposter syndrome thing is out the door. You deserve to be there. Start acting like it. There's only one you in the entire universe. Don't doubt yourself, bro. This man, as skinny and as small as he was, he was not afraid to actually throw bows with Shaq. My man, 7-2, you get me? He would be not afraid to like get into fighting with Shaq because he would get so passionate and practice about the game that he plays, right? So that's the energy that we gotta bring, man. No fear, clarity, all right? Next thing, um, proving everyone wrong. You know, I think that's, that's a big thing, man. You're going to have haters in everything that you actually do. Um, there's always going to be someone who, who doesn't like you and someone who criticizes you. And everybody's talking about RIP and Mamba mentality now. But people don't know how much everybody hated Kobe Bryant, like, throughout his career. Like, people, you know, when you're in the process of, like, becoming great, a lot of times people are not going to rock with you. Right, but then when you on or when you pass on, everybody wants to pretend like, you know, oh, you're so amazing and, and all this kind of stuff. And that's just how the culture goes, man. So you have to be willing to set yourself out on that journey and be the only one who can see that vision that you're marching towards, even if the whole world doesn't see it around you for years. You still gotta have that vision and advance towards that vision. Okay, and and Kobe, he would like feed off of that hate. He would feed off of people not believing in him and, and all that kind of stuff. And it, there's a balance between knowing how to feed off of it and not letting it take over. But like he would tap into that dark side of the energy. Like, you know, I remember in one interview with Patrick Bet David, he would talk about how before certain games, he would actually play the Halloween the Halloween Town theme song in his headphones. And it's just like, you know, those evil kind of like, dew, dew, dew. I don't know if that's how Halloween sounds like, but that type of vibe, you know? Um, and he would feed off that energy. So you gotta sometimes tap into that dark energy to push you forward, right? Because the universe is both light and dark and we have to know how to leverage them together. Um, and then another thing that was, that was huge about Kobe, and this is something that I wanna expand, that I wanna imply, apply in my Kobe year is constantly expanding your horizons, right? This man went from being a legend in the basketball game to then uh, becoming an award-winning director to then starting a venture capital firm and, and, you know, constantly expanding into new verticals and never letting himself be defined in one box, right? Like basketball was not all that he was. Right? He just used that as a vehicle. And then when he got into other industries, he applied those same principles to become someone who was noteworthy. Right, So always be constantly expanding your horizons and don't limit your conception of what you can do or of who you can be. You can do anything you set your mind to and his life is a testimony to that. Right, And then another big thing about uh, Kobe that I'm taking away and that I'm applying in my Kobe year is always learning and searching for growth. He would talk about how, how he would learn from everything that was around him, from nature um, to, like he would look at the sun and he noticed that like the sun would know when to be there and then when to go away, right? And that was just a part of how things, uh, how things worked. And as a leader who was known for being very intense and very relentless and always giving his all, if he wanted to bring the best out of his teammates, 
he had to know when to shine and then when to retract, right? And so that lesson helped him become a better leader, um, but that's not something he read in the book. That's something that he just learned by being observant of the world around him. So in terms of how we can apply that, let's always stay learning. Let's always keep our eyes open. Um, and let's constantly be searching for, for new ways to expand our horizons, man. So that's it for today. That's the rant. This is what it means to actually have a Kobe year, to actually have that Mamba mentality. Number one, being disciplined about your schedule, sacrificing to actually be the best, paying the cost, being anti-fragile and knowing how to deal with failure and how to bounce back, doing the impossible through relentlessness right and not being afraid to go from zero to a hundred by putting in the work never doubting yourself even when you're in the face of people who quote unquote are better than you or who are quote unquote professionals there there's no such thing you deserve to be in the room and act like it right and another thing is proving everyone wrong you know don't let anyone tell you who or what you can't be and then you have to be someone who thrives off the hate and knows how to tap into that dark energy to push yourself forward and then you have to constantly, constantly expand your horizons. And finally, be always learning and developing wisdom. These are the, the themes that I'm remembering today that I want to apply to make this year my Kobe year, to embrace those, those principles of the Mamba mentality. And so that when that one year checkmark actually comes around, I can look back on this moment and be like, yeah, we did that, right? So to all of you, to all my Power Rangers out there, I want you guys to own your power, manifest your greatness, empower the people around you, and I'll check in with you soon. Black Lotus, out.